Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. Hey, good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Rich Orris here, and thank you for joining us today. I am really excited about today's topic, not only because, you know, I think we can spread some really great knowledge out there, but also because it's a part of remodeling that all DIYers try to do on their own all the time. Yeah, it's painting, so everybody's looking for that sweat equity. You know, how how do we, again, we do our own painting, and so... We can really plan today to talk about, you know, choosing colors, how they make you feel is really super interesting. You know, interior, exterior, ceilings, walls, accent walls, siding, tips and tricks. We've got it all for you today. Everything about painting you will probably ever want to know. Stay tuned with us for sure. My On the Road with Rich segment will cover some sweat equity painting like we were talking about. My hack will have my personal number one tip to paint like a pro. So here to join me today, I've got my producer, Todd Bachman, with me today to just kind of jump in and help out. So thanks for joining me today, Todd. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Rich. No, that's awesome. Thanks for uh, taking some time out and getting in here with us and, you know, spreading some good knowledge and everything about uh, about painting today. Let's, let's, Absolutely. let's get right into it. So I figured... You know, we'll start at the at the first coat. Let's start at the bottom with, you know, prime before you paint. So when do you need to prime? Um, really, you know, when should you do all this? Interior walls, everything. You got to think about, you know, some of the new paints out there today. They're, they've got the primer in them. There's all this new products, mixed information. You know, so to really think about, when should you be doing what you know what we really got to get and think about is you know when you need to prime interior walls before painting um and when when does it not matter as much things like that so i think what we need to really start out with todd is you know what's the what do you need to know about primer you know primer and paint so when you think about it um you really need to know what is the purpose? What's going on with it? And what is primer and what does it do? So primer really, it looks a lot like paint, um, but it definitely has some higher concentrated solids inside of it that really act as a binder, adhesive, 
you know, that sort of thing. And some of it can be a water-based, some of it can be an oil-based, and you got to think about which to use where when you're covering stains and and things like that that might bleed through. You really want to get into that nasty smelling oil-based, not going to be your lower VOCs, things like that for sure to get that taken care of. But that is definitely a time and a spot when you're definitely going to need um, primer other areas where you need primer uh, if the surface is porous you want to think about how things soak into it and paint is a little thinner than a primer so it, it soaks in much much easier much much deeper so if things are porous you're going to want to get a really good prime coat on it if the surface is glossy there's another area where you know, a lot of people really don't understand, but when you have a super glossy wall type surface and you're trying to go flat over that, you're going to want something more more solid to take that first coat and really stick, you know, to that, that glossy surface and everything. Um, again, we just talked about if it's stained, that's obviously another spot you got to look and think about. You know, what are different stains? Sometimes they're they're very hard to see. So you've got, you know, old water stains, things like that are pretty, pretty easy to see. Smoke stains, I, I mean to tell you, I've seen places, have you ever been in a, in a place that's got a lot of smoke staining to it? Absolutely. It is awful. It's something you can't get rid of no matter how you try. Absolutely. And a lot of times you just can't even tell until you take a picture off the wall. Oh, yeah. And then... Yeah, you're like, whoa, what is that? You know, and it just literally, it stains so evenly that you just can't even tell it's there. And you need a really good oil-based sealer blocker, you know, some nasty stuff to to cover up those smoke stains for sure. So I definitely advise everybody, you know, if you do smoke still, consider not smoking in your house because it does affect so much and it makes it harder it makes it cost more later on when you do go to paint and everybody talks about how you know painting is one of the easiest things to do you know in in order to just kind of update upgrade make it look better make it look different well if you're covered in stains and smoke stains and things like that it's just going to be so much harder to do or the color won't look right you might not even really notice and you put it on you're like that doesn't look like the green i picked why does it seem so you know yellowy or different color it's i look at the sample well that's bleeding through and um you know really destroying that color so um, another good time to to apply a, a good solid primer is if your color is changing drastically um, it could take multiple, multiple coats. So, and you can take this primer and you can have it tinted. So a lot of times what we'll do, you're doing a dark green or a dark blue or really changing drastically, have the primer tinted halfway to the color of the paint. And that will really help get a two coat coverage on top of that primer. You know, once you have it on there, it's a, it's a really good trick to, to know and understand. Um, so other things to kind of think about when you're doing that um, is really on drywall, if they're badly stained, like we talked about, high-gloss paints, um, you really want to consider bringing a professional company in for the job. 
um, to really make sure that you get through it good the first time. There's absolutely nothing worse than than taking all this effort and and getting through it and then going, oh man, it really didn't work out, and you got to absolutely redo the whole thing um, and, and really start all over again. And when you get into some of these these issues with stains and what primers and all this stuff, you know, you get a good quality painting company, you get a great company like Mosby Building Arts, and, and we're going to know what to do, and we're going to get it right the first time that we do it. So think about that the next time you're really examining and considering, you know, doing that job yourself. Maybe even consider just checking into it and looking in that, uh, you know, professional company out there like Mosby to get that taken care of for you. So um, another thing, I, I want to jump into my On the Road with Rich segment here because, you know, it's something, the question I get all the time, right? People want to, to help save costs. Um, everything's expensive, like, you know, inflation, everything, building materials, it, labor rates because of, you know, all of the labor shortages, everything going on. So, yes, it's such a common question about can I paint and can I save money and can I get through it? And, you know, things to think about when going through that, you know, I get this question a lot and they want to save money. It's It definitely can be worthwhile if you're really good at it and you can really get a professional look to what you're doing. That's when it can really help. Um, but paint, if you think about it, is the first thing that everybody sees. It's the first thing they notice. Um, if it's not really good quality, it can really bring the quality down of everything around it, um, you know, as you're looking at it. So definitely something to think about. Um, and when I get this question, I'm always trying to explain to people, we get into a primer conversation. Um, because when we do that, we really want to put the primer coat on ourselves. We're going to, we want to bring our guys in and get that prime coat on. And I'll tell you why it's really about imperfections. When you drywall, you tape and mud, it's not perfectly smooth. It doesn't always work out the first time. There's almost always imperfections in it. And really what we've run into so many times in the past is they, you know, homeowner comes in, they put on a coat of primer, they put on two coats of paint, and then they go, wow, th this, there's marks here, there's things there. And then we're trying to correct that on top of everything. And you got to think about like paint flashing and having issues with the paint. So when you correct these imperfections, you got to put another coat of primer on top of it. If your paint is like an eggshell and your primer is not, you're going to have flashes in the sheen that you might see later. So if we prime coat this whole thing, we then can locate these imperfections, at least as many of them that we can find, um, get them fixed up put more primer on it, and then you're ready to go to really start that painting process. Now, another thing to think about is the steps in painting while remodeling. So it's not always as easy as you think, and you don't always do, you know, 
everything all at once, all of the prime paint, everything, both coats, you know, in a lot of the process, like take a kitchen, for instance, we're going to come in, we're going to paint the ceiling, finish painted, two coats, it's done. We're going to put one coat on the wall. And then we can come in and we can install kitchen cabinets, base trim, all the things that go around it and everything. Then you can fix any imperfections from the actual workers, hanging cabinets, putting the stuff in, doing the work. They caulk the trim to the wall. Now you can paint that wall second coat. All the imperfections are fixed around. It's easier to cut in around everything when you've got that first coat on. Then you put your last coat on your base trim. It's cut into the wall. Everything looks really perfect, professional finish, all that. So that's another thing to think about, you know, DIY painting versus a professional process. When we go through that, it can be very different and it can yield some really, really great results in the end. So as I run around town and I visit people and I get this question all the time, I'm having this conversation with everybody and a lot of them, you know, everybody will really understand the priming part. And then most of them, you know, a lot of people might kind of go, yeah, maybe let's just see what it is. And then we'll reconsider, just put everything in it, give me your full service and and get through it. So for everybody out there, if, if you ever have anything like this, you're thinking about, you can certainly give us a call here at Mosby, um, 314-909-1800. Um, we can come out, we can look at your projects, we can talk about all of these different things, really educate you on what it is. Or check out our website at callmosby.com. Um, that's C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com, just like a phone call. And you can set your appointments, you can do everything, you find all information about us, everything we do. You can see the employees, you can learn everything about Mosby Building Arts on there and get all the information you need. Or if you're in downtown Kirkwood, walk into our new, brand new, famous Kirkwood studio, check us out, talk to the talk to the people there about what we do, how we do it. You can set appointments that way. You can find all sorts of information that way. And speaking of like Mosby people and Mosby employees and everything. So my next thought is basically now, you know, tips for choosing your paint colors. And and we did a blog a while back. Um, It's the head of our painting division, Oleg Pagorny, um, who kind of discussed everything with everybody and thinking about, you know, how do you pick a good paint color? What's the process, you know, from the pros? So, um, and, and it is, you know, when you think about little paint chips, it's really not, it's small. It's not a great representation of the actual color. Um, it is hard to see. So when you're looking at the chips, that's really more just a guide and a direction towards which way you think you want to head. You really you know, it'll get you your beige. Are you in a beige or a yellow family or this or that? But you really need to think about, you know, either getting larger samples or, you know, getting your your samples from the store. You can buy nowadays these little jars, paint a little section on the wall, let it dry, set up and see what it looks like and, and see how that color really is. So um, I think we're getting pretty close to our first break here. So um, what I want to think about here is we can continue some of this, um, how to choose the paint color, 
you know, after my hack when we return. But um, then we can get into more steps in what do you do after that. So stay tuned for my personal best tip to paint like a pro when we return with my hack right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. We are back. You heard the man. Got my right at home hack here. I know everybody's been dying to hear this, but you know, first I want to just say that, you know, in my days and working in the field, I've painted way more than I care to admit. Uh, my father owned a painting and maintenance company. That's where I got my first start in the industry. So that's where I really learned the keys to being a good productive painter. So I have for you a few, I got some tricks here, but this one is my top main thing that I would tell everybody what you need to do to get yourself painting like a pro. To me, investing in quality equipment is the top of my list. Now, have, have you ever wondered why professional painting costs so much? 
I mean, aside from rising costs of skilled labor and everything going on, you know, we don't just purchase quality equipment because we like spending money. We do it because it helps us perform such a great quality job. So the next time you're out shopping, you're looking for a paintbrush, put down that $15 multi-pack and pick up a really good $30 nice soft bristle brush. And I'm telling you, you will get such a better quality paint job with less lines and strokes and everything out of a brush like that. Take care of it, clean it well, maintain it, and you will have it for years to come. So if you want to hear this hack or any of my hacks every week, you can find them on Facebook every week. Simply search Rich Horace Mosby on Facebook and you can get right to them. So we're going to get back to our regular painting day show here. and We've got a ton of information for you on painting, painting everything. We started with primer. We're in the middle right now of kind of like choosing colors and, and what should you really go through. So Todd, I, I need to know though, um, have you learned anything yet? What do you think about some of the steps we've gone through so far? I have learned a ton because I realized how complicated it is and how bad of a painter I am because of that. <laughs> yeah. So I've learned a whole lot. That, that's awesome. The, the, I would always be the one that would go for the $15 pack. And yep. you get the streaks, and maybe the kids will bristle within the paint, and you just kind of, you just trudge on and deal with it, and you're just okay with the result. But next time, I'm going to splurge and get the big brush. I'm going to tell you, you can you can call my wife and ask her. I will know if somebody touched my paintbrushes. How so? Just the way that they clean it up, the way it, you know. My paintbrushes, and I have you know various sizes depending on what you're painting, base trim, walls, corners. You you got to clean them well. You can actually soak them in water with fabric softener. Oh, that's a great idea. And they make a like hard metal pokey brushes that straighten everything out. So I straighten that thing perfect, and I put it back in that pack. And ask her. I've been, we've went to paint something and I was like, who touched my paintbrush? <laughs> and she's like, how do you know that? Like, oh my gosh, we just painted that tabletop. And I'm like, you didn't clean it well, you know? And it, as the paint goes up, honestly, painting for a long time, you know, if you're painting for like an eight hour day at lunch, professional painters will literally clean their brush out a hundred percent because that paint really works its way up into the bristles so mm -hmm. deep that you really got to get that back out of there they either run water through it or something to to get that back out to keep those bristles nice and, and working so yes i will know if my stuff has been touched um, and rollers are the same way you know good quality rollers going with you know not the real cheap orange ones that the, i mean getting in a good quality roller Less lines, all that stuff. It means so much. Um, I would say ed edgers too are are really big. Oh, yeah, yes. Do you use edgers ever? I mean, is that the is that the cheating way out to get a good result for painting? Or it, I, well, no, I wouldn't call it cheating because I, I do use an edger at the ceiling. Yeah, and you do have to work it well, and and you have to really learn how much paint to put on the edger. Oh yeah. Um, when you get too much, it's going to get on the ceiling or that. And I do the same thing with tops of base trim and stuff like that. 
I've gotten really good with a lot of practice and knowing how much to put on. Um, and you know, a lot of people think too, well, they tape everything. They tape that. Sure. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. very little tape for painting. Really? Use it for lines, you know, creating stripes, different things like that. You might tape off stuff so that you can stick the plastic to it. That'll cover a kitchen cabinet or whatever. But yeah. a good professional painter is not, taping so that they can edge against something or cut in against something something like that it's absolutely not you know i'll never forget when we were moving into our our last home and we were all there kind of painting it my Mm -hmm. mother-in-law was helping my wife was doing some painting i'm painting i pick certain areas where i get real particular with my painting and um so i got done and i came upstairs where they were painting like two bedrooms with a jack and jill bathroom and I said, hey, I'm done all everything there. You know, what can I start helping you with? What can we get through? And they said, oh, paint the bathroom, you know, get that. And I walked in the bathroom and I want to tell you, there was so much tape. They taped it all off. <laughs> I removed a softball size thing of tape and they were like, what are you doing? Why are you removing this? And I'm like, because that's not how you cut in against a cabinet. I'm telling you. The whole toilet's taped. They were, it's just covered. So in the time that they taped everything, I painted the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, got it all done and, 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 and through it. So, yes, there is – it does take practice, time, effort, all that now stuff. Now, there's one thing I did want to know. I have popcorn ceilings, and that is really hard to paint ceilings with. Do you have any tricks for that? So the only real trick that I have for that is – Is to get rid of the popcorn ceiling. <laughs> Well, you can get rid of the popcorn ceiling. They're, they're, you know, everyone wants them gone. They're outdated, all that. Um, but it's really more for the wall. So when you're trying to cut the wall into the ceiling and it's all bumpy and everything like that, you, you kind of run a uh, putty knife along there. Mm. And you just really, you're removing like a putty knife's width of popcorn. Oh, Okay. And so then you can cut more of a straight line that almost kind of goes behind that little edge of popcorn. And then you really don't see it. It's so much easier to cut in on the ceiling. But now the edging tool and stuff ain't going to work. Oh, it's no. paintbrush all yeah, the way yeah, with yeah. the popcorn ceiling for sure. That's good to know. Yeah, because I would try to tape it. And it's just it's ridiculous because you're taping, taping over a bumpy surface. Oh, so yeah. it's, all, it's going to be uneven anyway. So yep. But it, I thought I was trying to be professional by taping. But I guess it didn't work out. And the paint will get behind the tape when it's like that yeah that's true and then it's on your ceiling anyways and you're touching up and that sort of thing so yeah definitely a lot of tips yet to come for sure Uh, but i do want to get back into this color selection just a little bit here because um, the thing that you really need to think about with color selections and why you would want to really put samples on the wall or another thing that we do all the time is we can order from the manufacturer um, larger, like eight by 10 size pieces of paper that are the color samples. So you're getting a bigger rendition than a little paint chip to really see, and you can put them around. And the reason for that is lighting. All different sorts of lighting. When you think about the paint on the wall and the lighting to it, it's going to look three to four different shades of colors you know, from morning light to afternoon light to what kind of light have you installed? Is it a CFL? Is it an LED? Is it regular incandescence? Is it 
all those really change the way that these colors look. So they're not always going to look the same. And you really want to make sure that you see them bigger and you see them longer. Because you may see it in the evening as the sun's going down and go, oh, why does that look so dark? Or why does that look so different? You know, and, and then all of a sudden, you, the color you liked at noon, you might not like in the evening. And you're probably home more in the evening than you are at noon. So, you know, letting that transpire and thinking about all the different lighting and, and things that goes on with paint really can change, you know, kind of that spectrum of how those colors look when they are on your wall. So picking paint colors, you know, really is a process and you really want to take your time and see it and try and see it to it over a weekend where you do get the midday and all the different times to see it. Because if you put it on in the evening and then you go to work and you're only seeing it in the evening, you know, it might not look the same later on down the road and, you know, it, it is hard to pick and, and you definitely don't want to paint twice. You know, um, I've even, I did it in my laundry room. We picked this color off this little sample. It, it was called hummus, right? Everyone, does everyone know the color of hummus? Well, mm. yeah. Okay. Bright orange, like rubber boots for rain is not hummus, <laughs> right? And I'm like, that paint dried and, and that's another thing to think about it, when it dries it can really look different so when you see it really at first and, and it might look totally different once it dries i man i i was like oh it'll probably darken up as it dries you know and then the the next day i came home from work and i walked in the laundry room and my wife looked at me and i was like we're repainting <laughs> and she just kind of went yeah we probably are but you know so luckily it was just the laundry room but you know think about that in these bigger spaces and everything and make sure you're taking the time to make sure that you've got the the right colors and think about you know custom colors tailored to your home think about how these colors go with the surroundings think about taking something from your home like you know if you're going to do an accent wall and you want it to be similar to your, your your shades or a pillow on the couch, take that pillow to Lowe's or the paint store, wherever you're going, and, and have them match that color and get a little sample of it and see how that looks. But, you know, custom coloring these things to your home is just so awesome, and it's such a personal touch, and it brings the room together, and it just makes things look so interesting and neat. And, and it makes people really feel comfortable, you know, in the space and, and everything. So accent walls, colors that go together, all these things mean so much to how your house turns out inside and out, you know, with a good quality paint job and, and how it does. So I have to ask, did you take a jar of hummus to the paint store to, to match it up with your laundry room? No, we did not. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, we just saw the sample and it looked kind of like the color in my wife. You know, we just looked at it. We thought, well, yeah, that, I mean, we know what the color hummus looks like yeah. or whatever. If it's a shade or two, you know, from that, it's going to look pretty good and everything. And yeah, it was about nine shades from it. So, but you know, when we return, 
what I want to get into is the psyche and the and what's in your mind with different paint colors. So we'll get to that right when we get back after these breaks. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, here we go. Welcome back. We are here right at home with Rich. We're in our final segment, and I've got my producer, Todd Bachman, with me today, chiming in on a lot of this painting information. Todd's learning a lot. I hope you guys are learning a lot. But, you know, Todd, what I wanted to start off with is um, basically the, the emotions, the psyche. It's amazing what colors mean. Yeah. It's it's crazy what they can trigger and how they make you feel. And, you know, they, they know this in the commercial world. You know, they know that, like, some of the weirdest things like plants make you spend more money. Isn't that crazy? So there's all plants. this hmm. psychological stuff. Oh, yeah, plants, absolutely. If there's more plants around and it's more of like this environment, they will say shoppers will spend more money. Maybe relax an environment them. like yeah. that. So paint does the same things. It triggers emotions in people. Um, every color influences your mood in some sort of way, whether you know it or believe it or want to know it or not. It's literally happening. Um, and think about like the bull, the guy with the red cape. Yeah. You know, right? So, so what is what does red do? It's energy. You know, it's feelings of passion. It makes the bull mad, you know, Mm -hmm. all this crazy stuff. So, you know, red is, you know, it can be really intimidating. Um, And that's probably the craziest of of all the emotions and the the colors out there. But oranges, they say, are um, friendly and welcoming. Um, so they're they're really good for like family rooms and children's bedrooms and like bonus rooms that rooms that you want to just well welcome people into yeah you know um, yellows so yellow reflects light it really makes an excellent choice for like foyers and dark areas dark hallways you know but but yellows are cheery by nature and they they kind of cheer you up they, they can great they create like this uplifting mood um and and they can make really a great accent color for for helping to do that um greens now we've had a lot of talk and i know like when jake was on too 
you know, we've, we've talked a couple times so far this year about green is the new color. Oh, 2022, yeah. it's everywhere. And it really, and again, like I was just talking about the plants and shopping and spending money and stuff. So greens are really familiar feeling. It's like nature. It really makes people comfortable, you know, makes them feel like they're, they're where they need to be or whatever. Um, so great again for like living rooms, offices are really good, you know, with greens, um, dark greens can really make great, you know, really rich accent colors really works out for that. Blues are very soothing, relaxing, you know, blues really are, are perfect for bedrooms, bathrooms, anywhere you want to relax. You want to just unwind, you know, suppress that sort of thing. Um, violets, purple tones are, are actually, they say they're very attractive to children. Um, so they're really good for playrooms, you know, those bonus areas that kids play in, yeah. stuff like that. And Violet can do a really good accent color also, you know, in, in rooms. Um, so that's – it's it's very interesting what all that can do um, and, and really drive how you feel inside your home. It, it's amazing. We talk all the time about remodeling. Do, do what makes you feel good. Do what's going to make you happy in your home and all of that. Well, I say the same thing with painting. Think about what you're doing in the room, how these colors make you feel, and, and pick, you know, colors in those families that make you feel the way you're going to want to feel in that area and what you're doing in that area. It makes total sense. My son just the other week wanted to paint his initial on his wall orange. So now I know about orange and why maybe he wanted to do that. I thought it was kind of weird at first. Orange, a big yeah. orange A on the wall, but it makes sense now. So maybe I'll have to, with all your tips now, I'll have to rethink that idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so let's, let's do some more tips. So I've got a list here um, that I found of different, you know, painting tips that – they're, they're out there on the internet that, you know, they think about it and, and you know, some of them are, are really good. Um, others, um, I would actually tend to disagree with. Um, and so the first one on the list for this, this list of painting tips and tricks was taping off the carpet. Okay. And this one, I'm almost going to have to just read because it was very specific on how to do it. Um, and really what they talked about was if you want to tape off your carpet to paint your baseboards, um, they talk about how some would slip the tape underneath the baseboard, but they're saying not to do that. And they're basically saying, take the tape and put it and stick it to the base trim, covering about the bottom quarter inch of the base trim. Um, press it down real hard. And basically what they're saying is that's going to really hold it. And it's not going to let the paint through where it can get to the fibers or this and that. Um, and then they literally tell you that later, if, if you're having trouble getting it off, you, you want to kind of cut on the line of the top of that tape <sighs> to get it off. So it doesn't 
peel the paint with the tape. All right, so a professional, a really good painter, that is literally never going to happen. They will <laughs> never do that. Um, it's really not a good idea. Um, if if you ever change your carpet, if it's a lower profile, if anything, you'll see this bottom line at the quarter in spots and in areas. If you try and cut that with a razor knife, you're you're going to mar it all up. You're going to, or you might actually cut down and leave some of the tape. Um, so that's a very difficult thing to do, easily enough and lightly enough. Um, if you had to use tape, I would say tuck it underneath it. Makes way more sense. And then you could take your razor knife and just kind of keep it vertical with the base trim, not horizontal. Mm-hmm. Vertical to just kind of lightly cut that so it doesn't peel that paint off with the tape. But that's the biggest issue with tape is the paint's on the tape. It either runs behind the tape and gets on the surface anyways, or if the tape sticks that good, you'll peel some of that paint off. Oh, yeah with the tape if you can't do all that so that's you know kind of really very hard to do are you saying i can't believe everything on the internet exactly that is literally what i'm saying it's like <laughs> and, and then people probably try it and go well that didn't work well, at all. Yeah. right <laughs> that could be a catastrophe for sure um so just because they say to do it doesn't mean it's the best thing to do or the best way to do it for sure i do agree with the one about um narrow drop claws so you use a big drop cloth when painting the ceiling or stuff like that but if that task is done and you're back later and you're going to paint the walls or whatever that's why we have those four foot runners that you can just run along the wall so much easier to pick up and fold up by yourself and you know things like that so that is definitely you know using runners to to go around the four sides of the room and not one giant tarp to cover the entire room. And you can push furniture into the center of the room then and kind of go around it. That I totally would do and, and completely agree with. Less of a trip hazard, it seems, as well. When you're moving paint around and everything, you don't have to fight with a big tarp in the middle of your of your room. Yeah, and, and a lot of, you know, a lot you might not see a lot of professional painters do that a whole lot, typically because they're working till they're done. So yeah. like when I was painting my living room and I got the ceiling all done and it's Sunday night at like eight o'clock and, and I started to pick everything up and put the living room back together. And my wife was like, you're not done. Why are you doing that? And I'm like, well, when am I painting again? Like Saturday evening or something, you know, I'm working all week. So if you're not like a professional painter working every day, you might not get back to painting for five days. So when I come back to paint, that's when I'm putting just the runner out and stuff like gotcha. that. And so it really kind of, you know, helps out. Um, another one I definitely agree with is they talk about setting your tape. So like when you do tape something off, using a five-in-one tool or a putty knife, or for me, I just I use a rubber roller. You know, it's just okay. a rubber wheel with a handle that you can push push good and hard and really set that tape against what you're taping and that way less will get under it and using a good quality tape like if you're looking at two pieces of tape the thing i would look for is you know does they have release times so some release in seven days some release in 14 days 
some release in like 30 days. It's how long you can leave it on there before it sticks too bad. So the one that releases in 30 days doesn't stick very hard. Okay. The one that releases in five days, you don't want to leave it on past that, but it's going to stick to that and hold that paint and do all that job you know, much, much better. So get good quality tape, just like your brushes and your rollers and everything, and set it good and, and really get it on there well, and, and you will absolutely, you know, end up with a better quality paint job with everything that you do. So I hope maybe this helps a bunch of DIYers out there really get through everything and and I hope it was some good tips and picking the colors and everything else because I really love spreading that knowledge and everything. If you want to know anything else or if you want us to look at anything, give Mosby a call, 314-909-1800. Otherwise, we'll talk to everybody else next week. Thanks. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.